Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined by Sam Proof. As always, today we're talking all about the Elgato Stream Deck device and how you might use that for, for live streaming and content creation. So stay tuned for that one. But before we get started, I just want to remind everybody we're going out live to all of the various places. So we'd love to hear from you in the chat as to where you're coming to us from. And do you own one of these Elgato Stream Deck devices? We'd love to hear that. Hi yeah. Sam, how's it going? Good, John. Uh, how you doing? Yeah, not too, not too bad. I'm finally yeah. here uh, in the weekends in in Australia, here in the future. Uh, um, so that's that's always lovely. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to come together and talk about the string deck because there's lots of equipment out there in the wild, um, but few things have changed my life quite as much as the string deck. Um, I couldn't and- agree more. Yeah. <laughs> I should say too, before we get uh, started, I did ask p- the people of LinkedIn during the week how many people owned a stream deck. And admittedly, I do have um, some some friends and followers on, on this platform that are live streamers. So I don't know that these results are necessarily representative of large population, but we had 286 votes and 64% of them said yes wow. and 36% said no. That is interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not expect it to be that high for your normal internet user or just content creator, even. Uh, <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> it should be. Yes. Yep. So I guess um you know before we uh, get too uh, much into the weeds of of this, we probably need to acknowledge the fact that there's actually a whole library of devices in this Stream Deck family. Um, and I made a bit of a list during the week. So, and I, I, to be honest, I don't think this includes everything, but these were what uh, Elgato had on the sure. website at the time. So we've got the Stream Deck Mini, which has six buttons. And I have one of those here. I don't know, yep. you probably can't see it terribly well. Um, we've got the Stream Deck MK2, which has 15 buttons, but also has switchable faceplates, So you can change how it physically looks. Yep. We've got the uh, Stream Deck Extra Large, which has 32 buttons. And I've got one of those on my desk. Um, I'm never sure if I should try to show this because the cables are one thing, sure. but you know, lots, lots of buttons there. We've got the, the Stream Deck uh, pedal. So that's literally a foot pedal that you can, you know, no hands. Uh, that, yeah. That's kind of fun too. The Stream Deck Plus, which is the newest addition to the family, which includes eight buttons, a touchscreen and four knobs. Um, and even the Stream Deck mobile app, which is available for both iOS and Android devices. So there's a lot of potential um, options out there. So um, I, I guess, Sam, can you tell us about the, the model that you're working with? Yeah, I, I'm trying to get it out because I have cable management, but I do have the 15. Uh, it's one of the earlier ones. So I, I think it will take the switchable faceplate, but I'm not actually positive. Um, so it is 15 buttons as the standard original formation of it. And uh, 
I, I use it pretty much for anything that I use regularly from streaming and editing uh, video to editing audio. I, I have setups for my Zoom calls when I was doing Zoom. I don't really do those quite as much anymore. Um, but yeah, anything that you're doing on a regular basis and find that you're clicking or doing hotkeys for it, you can do slightly faster with this. <laughs> And yeah, I guess that's the point. Like literally anything that there is a keyboard shortcut for, you can oh, yeah. set up a button for on your stream deck. Uh, and not only does that mean you don't have to memorize those keyboard shortcuts because yeah. there there are so many of them. You're, if you're anything like me, your brain is full of full enough as it is. You don't need to remember that. Um, I think I discovered the other day that in Google Chrome... Um, Control G was was uh, fine to the next search results on the page, and it's like that's great, but I'm never going to remember that. Right. Um, so I mean, you you literally you have them as a as a button on the device. You can have a particular icon associated with that button. You can give it some text as well. Um, and I guess the other thing is like it's really tempting if if you've never used a device like this to go, okay, this is the the mini it's got six buttons so i can do six things and it's like no no in fact you can have endless uh, possibilities because we have pages and folders that we can organize things together um so uh, again i guess um sam do you have any suggestions in terms of actually and i know we'll, we'll talk about this um in relation to cute avalanche in a little bit more detail later on yeah. but just some general principles about organizing your your stream deck buttons yeah, do that frequently because I was looking at mine to get screenshots for this earlier and I was like, what a mess this has become. Um, I I will actually go through when I'm doing like a new project that I, I want to have like a, a Stream Deck integration for and I will actually plot out all of these things so that it will be more efficient and cleaner and have a little thought to it. Because right now, if you looked at some of my original Stream Deck projects or profiles that I've just kind of tacked on things as I needed them, I was like, oh, you know, I've been using this a lot. Like, why don't I create a button for studio mode on OBS and I'll just plop that down. But yeah, um, I literally will sit down and, and plan out like I'm going to do this stream show that is an interactive board game show. These are going to be my production uh, buttons. This is that page one that I'm going to need, uh, you know, a bunch of different overlays that I'm going to control. So that's a page two and so on and so forth. So, yeah, definitely sit down, plan it out. The, the nice thing about the Stream Deck is you're not just limited to, oh, I need, you know, 30 different things to happen. If you need those things to also happen simultaneously, you can make one button that does 30 different things. Uh, I will even take my Stream Deck and tie it into the uh, the desktop chatbot that I use, Mix It Up app, to make some really complex things happen. And we'll probably talk about that in a little bit when we talk about Cute Avalanche. So, you know, again, you said people look at this and see only six buttons. First off, you have an endless amount. You have an infinite range of buttons you can tack on to those six. Well, technically, it'll be five and then a next page. Or if you have the 15, it's 14 buttons on the next page. You can have an uh, infinite amount of pages. And within those buttons, an infinite amount of functions. So it is a really powerful tool with those confines. You know. 
It really is uh, quite powerful. But I, I guess the other thing I would say too is it's it's quite easy to get started. So we'll talk about some mm -hmm. some basic things that we can do in a moment. But we do have a lot going on in the chat. So I might bring up a couple of messages. They're mostly all saying hello to you, yeah. Sam. So, um, you know, we've got some people. Uh, we've got Means. We've got uh, Insomnia Doodles. Insomnia was, was really looking forward to the show and was like, not nah, sure she was going to make it. That, that <laughs> one from Means is an emote that didn't... Uh, the Restream does not pull the emotes okay. as emotes. Sure. <laughs> hey, what's up, Hans? All right, cool. So, um, yeah, okay. So let's let's talk about the uh, some of the, I, I guess the, the the starting points. I know you and I can get really really nerd nerdy really really quickly, and we will we will definitely do we that will. at some point today. It'll happen. Um, but I think you know before we 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 go down that path, let's let's talk a little bit more more generally. So, yeah. I guess um, and I might just bring up uh my screen share although i've set that up incorrectly so just give me a second to grab what i actually want to show you instead um entire screen would be helpful there we go okay so essentially once you've got the stream deck and it's it sort of doesn't really matter too much which device you have uh the functionality of this is is basically the same um you can have different devices um i think I've, i haven't got the mini plugged in at the moment but i could use both of them together which is something that's worth worth noting as well um but essentially in the stream deck software we've got all kinds of options and we've got additional plugins and we'll talk about the the store in a little bit but i guess really the the first things that i want to draw your attention to is some of these system options so i will say john that this at least on my side the the screen capture is pretty fuzzy right now <laughs> Okay, I'll see if I can, um, if maximizing that helps. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'll... Uh... I don't know if, uh, we'll see if anyone else says anything else, but okay, I mean, just, yeah, just talk about it as visually as possible, I suppose. <laughs> Okay, sure. Um, well, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it generally. The, we might take some of these things off as well. But I guess the, the first thing I want to sort of draw your attention to is the system options. So here we have uh, the options to, to do things like uh, launch a website. So if you've got a website uh, the, the or even, you know, either that you use or your own personal website or your professional website, you can hit set up a button to quickly, quickly launch that in your default, default browser. We can uh, literally anything that has a hotkey, a uh, keyboard uh, shortcut on your computer, you can easily create a, sh a shortcut for that one. Uh, and of course, text. I really want to talk a lot about text because I think in some ways, um, this is this is one of the, the easiest things you can do. And also one of the most useful is actually create some text responses because there's a good chance if people are asking you something, uh, you know, if you get those frequently asked questions, if you if people want to know what the link is for a particular podcast episode or a video, um, you can set these things up really quite easily to uh, to sort of show that. So, you know, uh, is there a particular call to action? You know, are you inviting people to join your live stream? Are you letting them know what time it's on? And it's 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 quite an easy thing uh, to to do. So. We can, we can go in from the system options, set up that text, give it a title, uh, write the text out. There's even an option to press enter after the message. So if you're in a chat platform, if you're in Microsoft Teams, that can be a good way of actually sending that message. Um, but I, I guess those those are some of the, the more simple things um, that, that I, I think beginners might want to think about because not only, like I say, I can't overstate how important, how useful it is to have a button 
that you don't need to memorize is actually control shift P on your keyboard, for example, um, you know, and just, just hit the button that's in front of you. Um, but also using some of those text options as well is quite useful. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that in my, my years of using a stream deck, I, for the first time figured something out that I was like, I don't know why it took me this long to think about doing things this way. There's a lot of programs out there and you're going to create your own hotkeys in some of those programs. OBS for one of the, for one is something that you'll do that. And if you're like me, you have several different OBS projects. And so you're going to need to um, sort of duplicate hotkeys that exist in one project to another. You know, I do a show with John, I do my own show, I do the kitten cam. And I probably currently in all of those, have a variation of maybe that's not the same hotkey in this project as it is in the other one, uh, but I've tied it to a stream deck. And today, as I was getting ready for this, because I just installed the vertical plugin, thanks to Harris Heller, um, I, I was like, I just need this to be the same as this other button. And when you go to enter the hotkey, I was like, I'm just going to hit the stream deck button that I want it to tie to, and it will put in the accurate hotkey you know, command at that point. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Dummy tip, if you will. Absolutely. And I guess that's the thing because, um, you know, the same keyboard shortcuts are being used across different programs as well. So keep that in mind. So right. like if I, if I have an option to create one, I will make it deliberately quite obscure and difficult yes. to, to do on a keyboard for that reason. And then once it's, and you literally only have to do that one more time after you've set it up on, on the stream deck and it'll take care of everything. So that's, that's a really good point. Um, so we do have a question here from, um, insomnia doodles so can you program it to change your audio settings it would be awesome to be able to press one button and have my audio settings change um for settings i need for for one project or another um i guess it depends a little bit on on what you mean by audio settings i mean in uh it, it depends a little bit on the, the the software that you're using and and your hardware setup but i guess sam do you have any thoughts on, so on that specifically <clears throat> So with the basic stream deck, when it's just the buttons, I can do mute and unmute real quick. That's what I do that on the kitten cam constantly. Um, the newest stream deck, which I forget the model type, John, the one with the knobs, it does have knobs and that is the whole point of it. Uh, it does adjust your audio settings. I have not played around with that one yet, but yes, it can do that. So that's the, the Stream Deck Plus. It, it sort of has the, the buttons, it has a touch screen, and it also has, uh, has some switchable knobs. So you can certainly do that. But I guess, um, like, you know, and, and again, I don't want to get too nerdy, but certainly, uh, you know, you can set up, uh, if, if you were using OBS Studio, for example, you can set it up to, to toggle the visibility of, of your audio source so you can turn things on and off. And, you know, if depending on how you've, you've brought those things in in the first place, like I, I've, I've spoken about this before, but I use the, the ASIO plugin to sort of bring in different inputs from my Broadcaster Pro into the software and, and have them have some on certain scenes and some on other scenes. So, I mean, it, it can, okay. So I guess the, the follow-up uh, comment here was, I was thinking just a default Windows sure. uh, 10 audio settings. So. Again, I, I think in terms of muting things, uh, that's certainly an option. I, I don't really know off the top of my head, like how. Yeah, I'm not positive about that. Um, I, I think almost anything is possible. There's always workarounds to make things 
happen. If you can assign some kind of macro or um, a hotkey to it, you can get the stream deck to activate it. Nice. And I, I, I it, this is going to be a really weird thing for me to say, but I kind of always feel like I'm making some progress in this world when people uh, reach out to me to, I, and again, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't embrace this, but when, when the YouTube and podcast promoters come out of the woodwork to sell me their products, I think, well, at least it's out there. At least people right. are, are finding it with the, the keywords. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's a great point. We can, we can do all those things with, uh, with the buttons themselves. So, um, but the muting one is huge and, uh, yeah. you know, it's so as someone who has a day job and does a lot of video calls. It is so painful, and I've made YouTube shorts about how painful this is in funny, stupid little skits, but, you know, you've got somebody that's talking incessantly and they don't know they're on mute. Um, so, I mean, certainly it's very easy to set up a mute, unmute sort of toggle button for that, and I think that in itself is is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, so I do not have the, the Stream Deck pedal. I just have the base 15 uh, model, but that is, I think, the immediate thing i would use a stream deck pedal for is mute and unmute absolutely um so i guess the uh, and i might even i'll try and share my screen again uh people on the right. in the chats didn't seem to have a problem with that so i might just bring it back and we'll just see how we Pretty go um <laughs> <laughs> and i might even just maximize it just in case it is a little bit small yeah. to, to see there so um essentially and we've spoken about this so you know we've got pages we've got folders we can organize these things in different ways uh you'll see here that i've got a, a folder set up for things relating to my day job um, I've actually got a folder for, for setting some things up in uh, Microsoft uh, Visual Studio Code because I do a little bit of programming and coding HTML stuff from time to time. Um, but I guess like the, the we have all these options over here on the right-hand side um, here. And I guess we're talking about audio settings. There's certainly options to, to play soundboard type things. And again, you have to think a little bit about how they're being filtered into the software that you're using to communicate with. Um, but there's certainly an option as well. Um, I, I guess like, and there are things in here that I've never used. And I, to be honest, this Microsoft Teams one was literally released like a day or two ago. So it's so brand new. And again, I know Sam has feelings about Microsoft Teams. I know he hates it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's something that, that features pretty hom uh, prominently in my daily work life. So, I mean, I was sort of excited to see those. I haven't had a great chance to, to check those out just yet, but I'm curious to see how that works out. So... The nice thing about all of this, though, is that we, we have all these different options here. Before, um, I, I wasn't going to do this quite this early, but I think let, let's talk about it. Let's go and talk about the uh, the store that relates to Elgato Stream Deck. So let me just bring it over to the screen. You can actually see. So uh, we've got these different tabs here, the ability to discover, the plugins, the icons, the music, and sound effects. So I guess for content creators specifically, it's it's really good to know you can actually get some royalty-free music and sound effects to use in your projects. These are all uh, free um, to use. You, you can incorporate them. Some of them are better than others, obviously, um, and you probably will spend a lot of time going through those libraries. But... If you need something and you don't already have some sort of subscription uh, for, for audio or for, for music specifically, those are a great place to start. 
Um, but the other thing too is we have different plugins that you can download and install as as needed. So they're built around different categories, things like audio, business tools, developer tools, engagements, uh, music, productivity, all kinds of things. And of course, video, we, we have to mention video and streaming because this is the video and live streaming show. Um, so I guess we do have all these options and they all of these are free is the other thing that's probably worth mentioning too. So we can do all kinds of stuff here. So I guess, Sam, like, do you have anything that you want to share specifically about the, the store before we move on? Um, you know what? This actually reminded me just looking at the things in the store that we've, we've talked a lot about how it is buttons and knobs and it can, you know, activate or enable or disable or toggle on and off. But one of the things we didn't actually mention is that these, uh, these buttons are little screens, right? So you can, as John said earlier, set a title or an icon so that it's whatever you want to see, but it also allows those buttons to, um, to act as readouts. So there's a lot of, uh, especially in like productivity, um, there's a lot of these plugins like Days Until where you can set a timer uh, or a countdown so that that button shows you like a five. I have uh, on a, you know, five days until Christmas, whatever it is. So you're like, oh yeah, this thing's happening. Um, you can have your, uh, uh, your internet speed check as a display on one of those buttons which I used to do a lot more frequently and I just didn't move it over to the, the settings that I'm using. So I think that's a really powerful use for it as well, uh, which kind of pairs up with Insomnia had asked, what's the most random, unusual thing you've used your Stream Deck for? I think having a button that shows my, uh, my connection speed, is kind of random and unusual, but uh, extremely helpful. So yeah, absolutely. I that, and I yeah. guess the other one too, and, and again, I'm just on the plugins, uh, the utilities uh, section of the plugins, and they've got the CPU usage. So if you really are doing some some hardcore streaming and you're using a lot of, of your resources, it's a good idea to, to have something like that uh, where you can see it. So, you know, if, if you are in risk of, of, of sort of uh, burning out your poor computer, uh, you know, that, that can be quite a useful thing to know about as well. So I, let's uh, let's just take that off the the screen right now, and let's let's talk about that great question. So, um, actually, that's not the one I meant to click on. Oh, okay. Let's try this. Uh, <laughs> so, what is the most random, unusual thing you've used your Stream Deck for? So, I I I don't know. Um, there there are things that I could say here that might get me into trouble. Um, but I I think there are. Ah, uh, should I go there? I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, like, what really is random and unusual, but I'm like, everything I've done on there is is for a purpose. I've yeah. seen some fun Stream Deck things where you hit a button and then all the other buttons react and do things. And I'm like, that's relatively random and it doesn't really do anything particularly useful. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> I guess the only thing I would say is that sometimes you want to leave your computer, but you don't want it to give the impression that you've left your computer. And okay. there are ways of doing things. And that's as much as I'll say on the subject. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. You could perhaps emulate some sort of keyboard mouse scenario is maybe where you're going. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so, and I guess the other thing too, like, and we, we haven't spoken about it too much, but, um, did, we do have the ability to do timed actions. Um, yep. so, you know, we can say, uh, press this button, wait 
30 seconds, press a different button. We've got multi-action, so we can combine a whole bunch of different things together. Um, And and speaking of Microsoft Teams, Microsoft Teams is a funny program in the sense that you can't really run it. um, Like... you can't launch the the program if you if you actually dig into the settings. It's actually it, it references an exe file and then has some extra parameters at the end of it. So there is uh, the ability to sort of uh, just launch any old program. It doesn't really work um, for Microsoft Teams. So what I actually did instead was I have a short I have a keyboard shortcut which is basically press the Windows key, type in Teams, hit Enter. Um, and that, that's how I do that. And I sort of launch that and, uh, Microsoft Outlook, the email program. Um, that's sort of the first things that I do in the morning for my day job when I, when I first get in. So, um, I, I mean, it's a great question and maybe we'll think about it and maybe revisit it a little bit later on in the show, but, I know, um, like now, now I want to figure out something totally random to do with a stream deck button, <laughs> <laughs> something completely useless. I mean, you do certainly see those things and it's like you press one button and the entire thing sort of animates and i guess that's the right. other thing too the icons can be animated as well so yeah. i think you can use animated gifs for them again yes. high on novelty i don't know how useful they are but um you know there's, there's certainly a way of doing it i'm mm-hmm. i mean i might just bring bring this back up on here so i mean if if i look at these the the first row um on on this particular screen of my my extra large uh, is, is dedicated to all the OBS stuff. So when I was doing my coffee and content show, I would literally set up all my scenes and the things that I wanted to toggle on and off. And uh, Sam mentioned previously that, um, uh, you know, it's worth doing a spring clean. And I would literally change out all of this stuff before every yeah. single uh, show. So I, I, I'd have my, my show order. I'd know the things I want to do. I wanted, I know when I want to share my screen. I want know when I want to bring something extra on. So I would come and do that. Just underneath it, we've got the ability to record and stream. So you can see I am actually recording my camera um, individually as as part of this this show, uh, which will help with repurposing later on. Um, I've got a few extra things in here. I've got some some multi um, actions in here. I don't really remember what some of these things do, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Okay, so they they were basically showing and and hiding different things in, in OBS. Cool. Um, you know, the ability to, to mute, which is, is huge. Um, this will actually just go to the next page. Um, dash. I love me an dash, And it's one of those things that you can't easily access on the keyboard. Um, I could do it by going alt and then typing in a number on my keyboard, um, my, my keypad. But it's much easier just to include a button that I can sort of reference that to. Um, I did actually have a few uh, things that... Uh, these are multi-actions too. So I have a couple of animations that I use from time to time. One is literally me face palming. And I've uh, filtered that and made it look funny. Um, and I've also got a sort of a gaming thing. But like I would literally, if we have a look at these, you know, it's mostly about toggling the the visibility. So I, I hide one thing, I show another thing, I wait yeah. until it's done, and then I turn it off again. Yeah, I, I have a lot of that, especially over at the kitten cam. We do a lot of a lot of switching around. So everyone when when you're doing um, you know, uh, for those of you who are from the kitten cam, cute avalanche, when you're over there switching cameras, that's all running through a chat bot. But I have buttons on the stream deck that tie into that chat bot to do exactly those things. So I'll hit, you know, camera one and it will turn off all the other cameras, turn on camera one, and so on and so forth. 
So it's a combination effort there. Uh, in fact, let let me bring that up on the screen, and maybe you can can sure. talk about it for a little bit. Oh boy! So I have to remember what four screens I gave you. I didn't give you everything, and I didn't show you the chat up. But this is cute avalanche. This is our stream deck. This is the main homepage. So at the top there, you can see main cams, which is our full screen cam. The next one is the picture in a picture. I have specific scenes that do different things as well. Um, the chat thing there that is a whole page of buttons it goes to like page seven or eight where whenever we do a live chat i then have other routines that i'm running so on and so forth we have a button to control room lights and leds and like the superb and uh, the big clover there for different games um i want you to there's a there's one at the bottom called markers so there is a follow-up screen on this. This is one of my favorite things ever for a live streamer who's specifically looking to make more content out of your stream. There should be another screenshot coming. There it is. So this is my markers page. All of these are various markers that we tend to run into during our chats. So as you can see, um, the second one over there is an unboxing. So whenever I do an unboxing live, I know uh, it's coming up usually. It's a reoccurring kind of thing. And these are all multifunctional for the most part. Um, so Amanda and I will have some new cat thing we want to talk about. We're going to open it up. Uh, I will hit that unboxing button. And it is going to create a stream marker on Twitch. So Twitch itself has a built-in marker functionality. There is a plugin for the Stream Deck for Twitch um, that will then give you that, and it'll let you put in like a comment. So that comment's going to be unboxing, right? So when I then go to look at my timeline after the chat's over to make highlights, it's right there in my Twitch timeline. I have the unboxing labeled and the start time. I'll probably have hit that end mark when we finish the unboxing so I can find that whole section and highlight it really quick. At the same time, I've set these up to be multifunctional. So because I'm recording locally on OBS as well, it's going to give me a timestamp and it's going to write that into a text file. That part is all done through chatbot integration with Mix It Up app but the Twitch marker itself is a straight plugin that the Stream Deck has, and so on and so forth. We have feeding times, we have meds, we have really cute close-ups where a funny emote thing has happened on screen, funny caption happened with our closed captioning, a really good question. So all of those are things that we've seen, they've been reoccurring, and I know they're gonna happen. Uh, so I just have quick buttons so I can be like, boom, great, that was awesome. I wanna find that really quick after the fact and use that clip. And I guess one thing that is um, quite particular to Cute Avalanche is that you, you do have these different routines. So maybe um, uh, I'll give you a minute to, to sit whatever that is, and then we can talk about the, the routines. Because obviously, you, you press yeah. a button, different things happen at night time and, and during the morning. Um, but maybe if you can just sort of unpack some of that for us. Yeah, so we, for those of you who don't know, we have a 24-7 kitten cam at twitch.tv slash cuteavalanche where we foster our kittens and we share our foster journey with our live stream. This, however, does take place in a bedroom that humans sleep in. There are eight cameras in there. So when nighttime comes around, uh, we don't necessarily want to be on that screen, right? Uh, and I should say those cameras are user controlled. So 
anyone in the chat can switch between the eight cameras. Um, so we need some sort of safeguard there. So when I go and hit that bottom right button that says night, it drops down an entire nighttime routine, uh, which links off to the Mix It Up app again. So some of the things it's going to do is it's going to put uh, a quick animation on screen of one of our little fun animated cats. It's going to say good night. Um, there's going to be a chat message that it cycles through random chat messages. So it'll say like, uh, you know, have a good night or Meowvis has left the building. One of those sort of things. It's going to turn on an OBS source right around here that says night mode. Um, and it's going to disable all of the camera commands as well as disable the Twitch channel point reward for those uh, main and picture in a picture camera commands. So all accessibility is gone. And it also automatically switches to camera number five, which is our night vision camera. It probably does a few other things as well. And that's just, you know, the night mode. Um, we then have the good morning routine for when humans wake up and we're ready to turn those cameras back on, turn the channel point rewards back on. It puts a good morning animation and so on and so forth. So yeah, it does a lot. <laughs> It really does. And and again, like, I don't want to scare the, the newbies. You don't need to be that elaborate. But I guess the, the point is that you have that kind of power if you do want to, to make it more uh, more interesting. Uh, there's a lot going on in the chat. So let, let me just return to that for a moment. So yeah. um, Insomnia Doodles uh, writes, if I buy a Stream Deck, is there a companion app I can bring on my phone to access the Stream Deck remotely? Like if I were to stream outside via a mobile device, and need to use those shortcuts without being right at the computer. There is a mobile app, but it doesn't really relate to the physical devices. It's kind of its own thing to the best it of is. my knowledge. It's a, it is its own thing. I'm not positive if there's a mirroring function to it. Um, and it's, it's a subscription service for that particular thing. Uh, so that is why I don't know the answers to that. Cause I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there, there may be, I don't know. That's a, it's a good question. I'd have to look into that more, but no, I don't, I don't know that that exists quite in the way that you would want that. Um, so again, this, this one is a little nerdy and it'll, it'll only make sense to Sam and his people. So I don't know if you want to unpack this, but Justin suggests <laughs> roll a D20 for your random feature. I mean, I do basically have something that does something like that. Uh, although it now is functional and not so random anymore, but yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to address these comments slightly out of order. So, um, uh, again, if you know what Dixper is anyway, I don't know if Sam does, but I've, I've literally never heard of it. Um, so I, I, I may have heard of it. I believe it's some kind of like audio. I think it's like voice mod. Is that right? But if you go into the, um, stream deck store and go into plugins, they have one. Dixper is on there for a fact. Uh, and let's see, what does it say? Does it say much of anything in here? It just says manage Dixper Studio with a simple click. So it, I don't know all the functionality that it does give to you for Dixper specifically, but it's definitely supported. All right. I mean, let's let's talk about it. So um, it yeah, Sam Sam's aware of the fact that this actually exists. So let's let's check it out. So manage it with a simple click. Um, 
There's not a lot of detail here. You'd probably want to install it and have a look, but I mean, it, the plugin literally exists. So that's probably something worth exploring if that is a service that you're using. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's great. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, either... I mean, if if you can do it with a keyboard shortcut, that's that's sort of ninety percent of the battle. But if you if yeah. you can't, sometimes there are these plugins that will allow you to to do different things. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think a lot of you know the creators out there, especially if we're talking live streamers, we're talking gamers, um, and you should know that as far as Stream Deck goes and the plugins that are available, OBS has a plugin, Streamlabs OBS has a plugin, Discord has a plugin. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, Philips Hue Lights, Govi Lights, which I have both of, have plugins, Zoom, um, Stream Raiders for people who do that. Uh, and and it, it's, it's, I would be hard pressed to find an app that I use regularly for these things that does not integrate. And I guess the other thing too, like if, if you can make the case for it, um, you, you could always suggest, you, you could reach out to the company that, that yeah. makes whatever it is and say, hey, this this would really be good for, you, for your community. Um, I mean, I guess the, the broader point is that there, there are obviously APIs and, and things within Stream Deck that you can use to, to build your own plugins if you are a developer. Sure. Um, so, I mean, this, I, I love that there is so much activity in the, the chat. It is, it is glorious, although it is a little hard for me to keep up with all of it. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, one, which I'm assuming may even just be a, uh, a chatbot thing, but I'm going to put it on the screen just because it amused me. Um, no, Batman cute. cats have left the building to fight crime. <laughs> that's a real person. Um... And, yeah, I, uh, I you know, I just, <laughs> I, I feel like our work here is done because um, Insomnia Doodles is is ready to, to purchase and she wants to know if you've got an affiliate link. I'm sure Sam can, can send you an Amazon link, link later on. We weren't quite prepared enough to, to have one ready to go, but um, certainly, I mean, there, there are all kinds of great devices out there and, and that they can make your life easier. Um, again, we, we would really love to play with some of the other ones that we haven't had a chance to get our hands on just yet, like the, the Stream Deck Plus, which has the, yeah. the knobs and the, the touchscreen and the pedal, I think would be really, really interesting as well. Yeah, I would love to get my hands on either and or both of those if Elgato is out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, um, because this is the, the video and live streaming show, I think we need, and we've done it a little bit already, but let's talk about OBS um, specifically, and I will bring yeah. my screen up here. So, um, and, and I should say some of these options have changed in recent times. So if you're not, if you are a Stream Deck user and you're not seeing all of these options, there's a good chance you may need to just go and uh, make sure that your, your software is up to date. You can go to the settings cog and just check for updates. But essentially, we've got the ability to record. We can pause the recording. We can, uh, we've got a button to, to stream. Uh, we've got the replay buffer. You can even uh, save the replay buffer as well. You can move to a different scene collection or a different scene. Um, interestingly, in previous versions of the software, those two things were together, but now they're actually separated, which can make things a little bit more complicated, but it also gives you a lot of flexibility. Um, certainly, there are options with the audio mixer as well. So again, we, we spoke a little bit about audio um, before, but you know, if you've got the ability to come in here and, and make changes, uh, media source control. So you know, are, are you playing a video? Are you pausing something? Studio mode, which Sam mentioned earlier, which is sort of the ability to preview your next scene before you switch to it. Mm -hmm. 
preview to program, which essentially takes that previewed scene and makes it go live. If you are using studio uh, mode, you can sort of toggle on these filters, which can be really, really cool. Um, you can create a, a screenshot and this is actually one, this is, I've got this over here. This is one of the most useful things in the world to me in OBS, because if I'm doing something, um, uh, you know, especially, and sometimes I will literally just go into OBS to create a, uh, thumbnail and, you know, I'll, I'll you look at the camera and hit the button and be ready to go. Um, and also you've got the, the transition options there. So, um, I, I guess, Sam, I know that you use these quite extensively and yeah. uh, different combinations of them. Um, I, I guess, is is there something that you'd like to direct the audience to in terms of, you know, how they might use these things and, and where they can, can be useful? So I think um, a cool add-on to this chain of thought is some of the ways that you can use things in the Stream Deck you can do either a button that turns something on and then a separate button that turns it off, or you can make a, a like a hotkey switch or it's hoggle. So it's the same button, right? So I have one button that is mute and unmute, um, or I, you know, record and stop recording or stream and stop streaming. Like those are all one thing. You can do a multi-action. So both of those, you know, uh, stream and record start at the same time, you know, and, th and that kind of thing. So I think it's an important to, think about your production when you're laying it out on here in those kind of terms and not just like, I'm going to need a button for this and a button for that, but what can you combine? What is necessary? Like, and what will make things faster and easier for you? Um, I do all of my scene switching and camera switching through the, the stream deck. Obviously I have different pages for those. Um, and this, you know, recording and stop, you know, stop and start recording and streams. And now that I just put in this uh, vertical plugin, now I can be like, oh man, it's very, it's the, it's the replay buffer, but in vertical format. So now I can do uh, one button and have it save both a full screen replay and a vertical replay simultaneously. So I can be like, great, I had this for YouTube, this for TikTok. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I, I sort of brought that that plug into your attention, but yes. I haven't had a chance to play with it. So I'm I'm so fascinated, and we'll have to talk about that, that in a whole other show probably. Um, but yes, I mean to your point, um, you know there, there are all kinds of things you can do, and you can think about how they they work um, together. So I mean, you know, if there is uh, the ability to to group those things, um, that's certainly a, a good idea to do so. So. And I guess the thing that I really wanted to, the, the point I really wanted to make about using a stream deck for live streams specifically is that if you take a little bit of time to set these things up ahead of time and you've got your different scenes and you've, you've got the ability to toggle things on and off, it really does free you up to spend more time on your content and more time actually interacting with your audience. And if you're presenter and producer, that is huge. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it's, it is possible, you know, we could literally have other people come in and, and do some of these things for us, uh, either physically in the same room or remotely, uh, depending on our individual setup. But I guess, you know, as someone, you know, it's literally just the two of us having a conversation and I'm sort of madly pressing buttons and, and things on the side. And we're doing this particular conversation in Restream Studio, which... I must admit, doesn't really have as many 
uh, keyboard shortcuts as I would like. So I have to do a lot of mouse clicking for this particular piece of software. But if I was in OBS, I literally, unless I need to type something or demonstrate something, move the mouse to show a software demonstration, I really can work almost uh, exclusively with the Stream Deck. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's huge. Yeah, when I, when I do most of my normal streams, I almost exclusively use the Stream Deck. Um, when, I, when we're in the, you know, the kitten room, I'm doing all of those camera switches and all of that kind of stuff is all Stream Deck as, as well. So yeah, it's, it's 90% of my workflow at this point for streaming. Nice. Um, and I guess the other thing too, like, um, if we talk about content creation more broadly, like, are you using, uh, the stream deck, you know, in terms of editing video editing software, for example, like, do you have buttons set up to, to actually make cuts and, and, and do different things? Um, uh, in, in streaming or in video software? Sorry. In, in videos specifically, yeah. sort of moving a little way, way away from streaming. I, yeah, I have a whole profile just, well, I'm not using Adobe Premiere anymore, but I did have a whole profile for Adobe Premiere that would, uh, gosh, let me see if I still have it on my, my stream deck here. Um, and here it is. So I could probably share this really quick, but here. I'll throw this up. Uh, this should be it. Um, so, gosh, is this not the right one? This is not the right one. All right, we're going to back out. Uh, back out. Oh, I see what I did. Well, maybe I got rid of it. But similarly, I do have Audacity, which is um, audio editing. And so what I have here on the left are like skips that'll go through like one frame at a time or a whole second forward or it'll play forward, stop and record. Um, I don't know what I did with my, oh, well, I had one for OB, or, uh, for, uh, um, uh, for Premiere. Premier, I, I, I guess the point is you, you could yeah. set that up if, if it's useful. So I think, yeah. you know, um, well, I do have it. Here it is. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's pretend that never happens and do that again. Look yeah, no, I totally do all my video editing from Adobe Premiere this way. So I have a bunch of different screens here, but right here you'll see on the right side is my timeline stuff. So I'll go deep into like zoom in on the timeline or zoom in on just the audio to make those bigger uh, or the whole thing. Like, so it's going this way or going this way to make things bigger um, and then play and pause and stuff like that. Uh, I literally have macros here, depending on the project that I'm cutting that will do specific things. Um, and then just a big cut button at the bottom there and left and right to move again, frames. Uh, and there's a bunch of different stuff that I had it set up cause I was doing some very specific things. Um, but there's a whole routine right here to take me through captions. So like put a caption in select that caption, copy and paste from a spreadsheet, and then uh, escape that basically because it's kind of a pain to get out of there from a premiere. Um, so yeah, you could do some really complicated stuff with that. Uh, and I would use it regularly just for the basic cuts and you know the audio and, and video kind of things. But 
again, like I said, I have macros that are doing some very complicated things in there as well. Uh, I do have to set one of these up for CapCut. <laughs> and we'll see. CapCut, very similar to Restream, does not have nearly as much um, hotkey integration as I would like. Adobe had just every single thing you could want to do, you could put a hotkey on. Absolutely. Um, so I guess, you know, in, and again, we're sort of just bringing this conversation back a little bit to content creator specific type of actions, but, um, you know, I create a lot of content during the week, um, about whatever it is that we're talking about, uh, when we go live on this show. Uh, and, and I guess the thing is like, I, whatever, you know, and, and I've made articles, I've done text posts, I've, I've done all kinds of things about the stream deck this week. But I guess the thing is, I'm always trying to push people back to actually join us live for the show yeah. or watch the recording. So, you know, just having a little bit of a text response that says, hey, this week on the show, we're doing blah, 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 here's the link. Um, you know, stuff like that can can be really, really useful just to have on, on, uh, on a button ready to go all the time. So... There are all kinds of things. And I guess too, like, you know, we've barely scratched the surface of all the various plugins that are out there. Um, you know, I'm just looking at the the ones that I've got set up here at the moment. So there are things for, for um, you know, I don't use Streamlabs uh, to be honest, but I've, I've got the right. plugin installed for some reason. Um, <laughs> we've got Twitter, we've got Twitch Studio, um, the Control Center. So I guess that's, if you have the Elgato stream, um, the Elgato key lights, and your computer is on the same Wi-Fi as those those devices. You can literally set it up, turn your lights on and off, uh, or set the brightness, adjust the the color temperature, all those cool things. I must admit, I do have those lights, but um, my computer is not on the Wi-Fi because I, I I need a better connection for for the internet. So I do do all of this same sort of stuff from my phone, which is connected to the Wi-Fi. But if you know if you're in a situation where you've got that ability, you can certainly do it. Even PowerPoint, so the ability to just load a, a presentation and go to the next slides really easily. There's a plugin for that. OBS Studio, there's some stuff on YouTube, so for chat messages and, and viewers. Uh, text file tools, Visual Studio Code, multi-actions, there's all kinds of stuff out there. It's It, it can be quite, quite powerful. Um, and hello to uh, Scri Scribbling Joe. Yeah, welcome back, Joe. Us. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, it, it it has plugins for everything you want and things you don't even care. <laughs> like yes. I was just noticing <laughs> there is actually a Twitter plugin. So you can have specific tweets go out, you know, like at the beginning of your stream, uh, you know, be like, hey, I'm live, uh, which they kind of frown upon, but you can still do it. <laughs> like you can have it. Apparently it'll change your name. Uh, which I think they've limited now how often you yes, can do that. So this may not be as useful, but <laughs> if they remove the limit on that, I could totally see using that to be like, Sam Proof, now live on whatever, and then revert it back when you're done your stream. So, you know. It's it's funny you mentioned that because I, I and I know we've spoken about this before, but um, the tweet button seems like such a great idea, but the reality is you can't post the same tweets right. more than once. I think in twenty four hours, so I yeah. kind of wish there was a way of me randomizing that a little bit. And I guess that's the other thing we haven't spoken about is that in one of the the more recent updates, um, we had this new uh, 
We've had multi-action for a long time, but it sort of got its own subcategory here. And one of the things that it gave us was the ability to add a random action. So I can actually drag this up on here. I can add a whole bunch of different options in here. I'll press the button and it'll just do one of them randomly. So that could, could make life interesting. I don't know how useful it is. I'm, I'm a little bit of a control freak myself. I don't know that I'd want to outsource that to, to my Stream Deck's random number generator, but it's interesting to know that it exists. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously was already integrating to a chat bot before that. So I do use uh, a randomizer for a bunch of different things, um, but it goes through that chat bot at this point. So probably wouldn't be using this, <laughs> but it's there. And I guess that's maybe, maybe that's, I, I mean, I'm sort of curious, like if I set up like, uh, I don't know, four different tweet messages and just said, right. you know, grab one and run with it. Um, yeah. I, it would be really interesting to see, cause I think that's the thing. Like if, if you ask a, a human being to pick a number between one and four and, and keep changing Seven. it, they will. Um, <laughs> whereas computers have no problem going one, 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 one in a right. you know, sequence forever. So I don't yeah. know. Again, that's, that's something you could play with. Again, it's a, it's a massively powerful tool and like we're barely scratched the surface. And I think we'd love to hear more from, from other creators in terms of what they're using their stream decks for. Um, you know, obviously you managed to convince, um, Insomnia Doodles to, to check it out today. So we'll take yeah. that as a win if nothing else. Um, but Thank you uh, so much for everyone who's joined us in the chat. It's It's been really quite busy today, which is awesome. Um, I guess before we wrap up, Sam, uh, where's the best place to send people if they want to learn more about you and what you're doing and, and what your videos? Sure. If you want to find out more about me, go to samproof.tv. You'll find all my links there. But I do want to promote uh, the Superbowl, which is going to be happening on twitch.tv slash cuteavalanche February 12th at 11 a.m. Nice. Uh, and if you want to catch up with anything that I'm doing, you can head over to johnlacey.com. I've got all the links to all of the things. Um, I'm particularly active on, on LinkedIn. So if you are interested in learning more about, uh, you know, the, the stream deck, especially this week, I've done a lot of content, um, including uh, this article, which I might just put on the screen really briefly. Nice. Um, you know, press the button, making your life easier with the Elgato Stream Deck. So, I mean, there's a few ideas in here. And I guess the, the, the idea that I'd like to leave everybody with today is that um, the Stream Deck, as the name suggests, is really good for streamers, but it's not just good for streamers. It's good yeah. for every everybody. And I know accountants love using this with their, their spreadsheets. I, you know, there's, there's literally, I, I think, no computer user... Um, out there couldn't find something to, to make their life a little bit easier uh, with this device. So if you can afford yeah. it, um, you know, if, if you think it'll be useful, definitely check it out. Um, again, Sam, do you have any parting thoughts to, to leave the audience with? I mean, I, yeah, like I am notoriously a thrifty person and would not have bought this for myself and would not have gotten one had it not been for it was on my wish list and my brother sent it to me for my birthday or Christmas. I don't even remember anymore. And I won't go back. I would going forward. Oh, you know, if this died, I would replace it. That It has not. Um, but yeah, I use this for everything from streaming to browsing, uh, you know, the internet on Chrome. So there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, if, like we say, it is, it's, there is a there is a cost associated with this. So again, if you're if you're still quite 
uh, scrappy and you can't afford it, don't feel bad about that. But if you can afford it, I, I guess even if you can't afford it, you know, it might be something to hint around, uh, you know, at your birthday or Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a great device and, and check it out. Like I said, I started out with, with this cute little mini option with the six buttons and I, I loved it, but I just thought I need more buttons. So I went yes. for the the extra large. So, uh, and I haven't... I. There's not a single screen on on the extra large that I have completely filled yet. So, um, right. yeah, I, and I kind of like actually having a little bit of space between the options, just uh, almost as white space on the device. But yeah, there's there's all kinds of things you can do with it. It's a really powerful tool. Uh, again, if you are using it, would love to hear more about that. Let us know in the comments. Um, but have a have a great day. Have a great week. Uh, enjoy your weekend uh, when you get there. And uh, yeah, take care. We'll talk to you again soon. See you next time.